Versicherung und Insurtech jenseits der Alpen. Die Swiss Edition von Insurance und Finance Live blickt in einen der spannendsten Versicherungsmärkte in Europa. Mit Desiree Metro und Dr. Robin Chiera. Bevor es losgeht, vergessen Sie nicht, der Sendung auf Spotify oder Apple Music zu folgen und ein kleines Review dazulassen. Finance Live, Swiss Edition, live from the new headquarter of Little Scouting in Hamburg, Germany. And we are here together, me as a co-host and with another co-host, Dizzy Remetro, CEO of OCC. Thank you very much that you are here today and share Swiss secrets. Hi, Frank. Nice to welcome you today. Exactly. We also have Frank here. Frank uh, is one of the, I would say, most renowned insurance experts from Switzerland. So we're super happy to have you here. Thank you very much uh, for, for joining us. Let's start uh, at the very beginning to say to everybody who's watching right now, don't hesitate to ask questions, everything you ever wanted to know about Switzerland. Uh, and we have already Dvinka here on YouTube who says, hey to our panelists, hey to you, to, to, hey to you, to Rook, to, back to you. Um, <laughs> I, I take the liberty uh, um, to, to ask the first question. Um, maybe, uh, Frank, can you give us a little bit an insight of um, how do you see the Swiss insurance industry and what do I, as an outsider of the industry, not Daisy, she's from Switzerland too, um, but what I, 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 as an outsider, need to know about the Swiss insurance industry? Well, there's a, a lot you, you, you need to know. I would, would, would like to, to give you a very, very short briefing. Um, uh, as, you, as you probably know, my, my, my focus is set on life insurance and it's, it's a, a global phenomenon that, uh, that life business is not yet discovered by startups on a, on a large scale compared to PNC and, and health. But nevertheless, it's interesting to, to, to notice from my perspective that some mature startups like WeFox, Autonova, Deutsche Familienversicherung, they now want to plunge into life business. And I'm wondering why. No, 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 not really. I'm not really wondering. So what about life business in Switzerland? Um, life business in Switzerland is quite dense. Uh, it's a mature market. Uh, the life, non-life premium split is about 50-50. So another indication that it's a very mature market. We have about 10 players that rule the life market. So Swiss life is the top dog with about 40% market share. And we have some international players like AXA, Allianz, Generali, Zurich that are running life business here in, in, in Switzerland. Switzerland is the home of uh, one of the largest or probably the largest reinsurers in the world, the Swiss Re. And uh, the, the value chain, uh, the life, value, life business value chain is quite traditional. We have the life insurer, we have the tight agent, which is the dominant sales channel in, in Switzerland, and we have the client. And it's very surprisingly, from my perspective, that bank assurance is on a very, very uh, a low level. Um, Switzerland has about 9 million uh, uh, citizens, about 10% of, of, of Germany, but uh, one third of, of the, the life insurance premiums of Germany. So this also indicates that, that uh, quite, quite uh, high life insurance premiums. So quite interesting market from my perspective. Okay. And That's uh, an option. <laughs> and, uh, and Frank, what uh, brought you to Switzerland? I mean, you are living um, actually in, in Switzerland. So what about the story of, uh, about that? 
and yeah. afterwards a big questions uh, that would be interesting for us and also for the audience is what do you see actually this year in Switzerland for market trends and also lessons learned? Okay, thanks. Yeah, great, great, great question. Now I'm living in the, in, in the northeast of, of Switzerland, Zangal, beautiful city close to Lake Constance. And uh, basically in, in 2011, I, I moved to Switzerland. I'm German. Yeah. I moved to Switzerland uh, as I found a quite interesting job with uh, Helvetia Group. Um, and uh, well, in 2015, I, I started my uh, um, consultancy, new insurance business, and I decided to, to, to stay in Switzerland, to, to stay in St. Gallen as it is quite little nice city and it's a good location, so close to Munich, close to Liechtenstein, close to Zurich, Zurich Airport, so I think it's a perfect location for me. Um, market trends. And lessons learned from, from the Swiss market um, over the, yeah, this year or the past few years, I think it is evident that, that the direct sales is probably not the right thing uh, right now. Uh, yeah, right now, because this might, might change in the future. I have, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the future, but this might change. But what is um, more important now, deepen the existing corporations with the existing sales channels and probably new sales channels. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about platforms and ecosystems. So carriers are more and more aware of that they have to integrate digitally with the existing sales channels. And, and they found out that ideas are not a problem, but the implementation of ideas. Just just think about life, life insurance. They need one or two years to, to develop a pro product and to bring it to the market. That's far too long. This is a big, big issue. So carriers need a digital and fast product development. Yep. And this is probably uh, one, one major lesson, lesson learned. And something that's also important from my perspective is that, well, several years ago, all these events and it was said that, well, the intratech, the startups, they will disrupt the established carriers. Today, it's more about partnership. Yeah. There is, I believe, or I, I feel that there's a greater spirit of partnerships on, on, on both yeah. sides. Yeah. So it's, it's becoming more and more a symbiosis and not a, a competition from my perspective. And this is a, a very important lesson learned. But do you see like, if you, you uh, I mean, you know now uh, the market in Switzerland very well. Do you see there is on customers a point of view there is a need for de de uh, developing new insurance products. Huh. Well, that the good good question. I mean, it, it, from my perspective, it's always difficult to ask customers what they need. I mean, ask a sales agent what what he needs, or ask a customers. I, I remember always this this great quote from from Henry Ford. Uh, if ask the customers and then they would probably say they, they need faster horses and, and not a car. So I, I think it's it's difficult to, to, to ask them, but but it's not that difficult to, to sit down and think about what could be more convenient for the customer. And, and what I, I think, think is that we watch yeah. the customer, really watch what are they doing and also yeah. watch in airplanes, in trains, watch their cell phone, what apps do they use? How do they behave? Do they really 
spend still time watching the newspaper or whatever it is and what kind of apps do they use? How do they behave? I think that's also super exciting. Not always representative, but it's always we need to watch what people are doing, not only uh, what they say, what they're doing. I always do a funny, uh, if I know the audience, I do sometimes a funny quote or one exper funny experiment. I show a slide of a logo for you know, um, more adult page and say, who knows this logo? And nobody in the room of thousand people raises hand. And I'm like, statistically, 50% of you were visitors yesterday. What I want to say with this joke is, um, I don't want to insult my audience, but it's about what customers say and what they do is totally different. It's nature. You know, we want to say things that we think socially are accepted. So that's why it's super. And when we think, oh, using this sort of or behaving in that way as a consumer is not socially accepted, then they say, oh, no, 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 I don't stream. I still watch government TV and nobody does. All the numbers show. So I'm a big fan of watching what the clients are doing and the customers and not, not talk to them too much. Yeah, that, uh, that's, a, that's a good approach, I think. So Robin, I think the next, uh, the next one is your question. And um, the big question is, you are not only um, you're not only into the Swiss ecosystem, you're in, in you, all over Europe, you see a lot of at a lot of conferences and you have also a lot of consulting gigs uh, and insurers and insurtechs around Europe. And um, big question is, how do you separate winners and losers? Whoa, good, 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 good question. Um... Well, for, first of all, we are, we are in, in, the, in the beginning of this digital transformation of an industry, of a very traditional old industry, and um, and this is this is neither a sprint nor a marathon. It's an ultra triathlon, from my perspective. And and some companies they started exercising, some didn't yet. Some already are in the water swimming, and it, it's hard to say yet. Current perspective for the time being, who will finish this race? Um, however, doing exercises and, and starting to swim is definitely a good good, good starting point for this race. So if a company, and especially the incumbents, um, aren't yet in the process or in the planning or already in executing digital capabilities, then you are lost because, because this company will, will be left behind. And, and then the only option is runoff. By the way, this topic uh, uh, may take off in Switzerland too soon, life insurance uh, area. So winners are all those who are already exercising or who are already in the water swimming. But again, it's an ultra triathlon and uh, they, they need to, to, to uh, ride the bike and to, to run and so on. So it's a, it's a long journey. Dizzy, what? How do you differentiate winners and losers? Because because you all have also a deep market overview and you have been around the industry for for some time. I mean, it's um, you have to like uh, make make the difference um, in which time period you you measure a winner or loser. I mean, I think in this business, you you have to have like. It's not I, I put in on a, a, a product on the market and then uh, six months later I'm the winner or I'm the loser. I mean it's like it's like yeah. it's it's a consistently um, like journey and 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 it 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 goes on and goes on and and for me it's like a a really winner 
uh, when he when he um, really changed things. So he see, yeah. he learns, and 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 he had, and he'll uh, go on, and and the the the, the loser or the the companies that are uh, putting things together and 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 then put on the market and then they're like so we do we do not um um cooperate with other people yeah. other other products and stuff like that that's for me like um um the losers for me is not about the about the success of the of the product or of the of the of of the of the platform so that's like for me the the difference so I think we have a questions from our dear Matthias Smuda. So and um, Matthias uh, writes us, what do you think about direct sales uh, distribution for younger generations? Do we have a lack of fancy and simple insurance products for the target group under 30 years? Great question. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Frank, about that? What do you think about direct sales distribution? Um, well, yes. Um, when we have a look at to 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 Germany, get safe. Okay, it's it's a non-life, but nevertheless, they are focused on this younger generation, and, and I think they they are really doing a good good job. And I think the the application process and everything around is focused on this young generation. And this is something that is very, very necessary. Coming to Switzerland, I mean, and focusing on, for example, life insurance, maybe this is not the, the biggest topic of, 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 of young people, but, but this could, could change. Um, it is even, even hard to find uh, a, a suitable life insurance uh, product and to, to apply for it fully digital. Um, so the, the entire process is, still not in place for, for this younger generation, I would say for all generations that are focusing uh, the, the digital way. I think it's not only the, 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 the young people that prefer a, a digital and, and, and paperless but, but approach. If you, but if you look in the Swiss market, I think there are two products. They are like quietly uh, one one step further than, than others. And um, it's not the classic life insurance, but uh, what Viac is, is doing, I think that's yeah. that's quite that's quite uh, quite fancy and quite uh, quite good, and, and, and it's very um, yeah. driven. And uh, also, my friends uh, from Creadi, they are like they are really uh, looking looking what can they do with with simple life insurance products in a digital way with with Emma Life. I mean, that's not the end game, but it's it's one little step uh, uh, going forward. And absolutely, we have no absolutely. I mean, I mean, Viag is also on, on my on my smartphone ah. as well. But it's a, it's a fintech, so it's not in in, in insurance space. Although they have an interesting insurance add-on, yeah. which is from my perspective also the next step. That all these fintechs will move a little bit towards the insurance industry. I mean, it's it's all about open finance in the end, yeah. and uh, therefore. Uh, I believe that the insurance also belongs to open finance and also life insurance belongs to open finance, and it, but it's a harder, difficult topic to, to realize it. I think, the, nevertheless, I think the, the processes and the products are not in place yet, and this is something that needs to be changed. I want to add something. I think we talk about products. That's important. And Dvinka, we see your questions. I'll come to that in a minute. Um, I think that's super important to talk about products. But I think we as an insurance industry do also a very bad job in actually teaching young people what is risk, 
What, why do you actually need insurance? Why is life insurance so essential as a young, healthy couple, as a young, healthy family, as a also single person who might later use that? How about health insurance? Why it's super important to enter depending on the, on the health insurance system of, of each country. I understand that. But we have so many great products in our industry that save life, self, save you know, um, wealth and, 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 and chances in life. And we do such a bad job in actually teaching people, you know, how to uh, manage their life and all of that. So uh, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, I, I could go on for hours on that topic, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, Matthias yeah. says, thank you. Let's go to Dwinka's question. I think also super interesting because both of you have worked in large scale organizations and startups uh, or having running yourself. Um, Dwinka asks, um, a red ocean, blue ocean strategy for intratech and ordinary insurance companies. What do you think with it? And please remind me, red and blue, I always mix both up. <laughs> Same to me. I, I, I mean, blue, blue ocean means uh, start, start, start from scratch now, isn't it? No, I, I think... I... Okay, let me... I, I think when I remember right, Dvinka, um, is... It's that um, you and I Google it in parallel. I need to confess. So it's not that I have suddenly the magic thing. Yeah, I'm Google, of course. So I think maybe the maybe the Google definition, um, red ocean, uh, to align the whole system uh, of firms' activities on a strategic choice, differentiation or low cost. And blue is um, wait a second. And now uh, my the German intent is killing me. Um, wait a second. Isn't it the same? That's not a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed here. Um, why don't you ask the next question? I find out what both is. Thank you. Thank oh. you so much. <laughs> so, um, what are like? Ah, um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, really? red is existing marketplace with competition. Blue ocean is create uh, or go to an uncontested market space. And the question is, which strategy is better for yep. intratech or, or, or the incumbents? Existing or... demand or creating your own demand? Well, to, 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 well, just my perspective, really just my perspective. I mean, it's, it's always difficult to create new demand, especially when you're in a market where there's still a high demand for, 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 for the existing products or the exist that are already thousands of existing needs. So I, I would focus on, on the existing needs and, and try to better serve the, the clients around this existing need. So better products, innovative products, digital services, digital processes, and so on. In, and, and I believe, just my perspective, I believe if there is a life insurer doing the extra mile, so to speak, you would be able to, to get a, a huge market share and then it makes absolutely sense in order to stay at the head of the, the competition or ahead of the game to, to look for, for, for different things. And then we talk about the ecosystems and then generate new demand and so on. But that's my, my perspective. I don't know. This, uh, do you agree or do you have a different opinion? On I, that? I don't have a, a different uh, point of view, I think, also. I mean, it, there, there is no um, there is no right or wrong. So you, you always have to like... Uh, find out yeah and i, I think maybe but it's just, just 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 sorry sorry Robert. but if you are in a gold mine and there's still gold available 
start digging. I, I would start digging right away, then uh, then going out of the gold mine and find a different one. But that's just... and I think it's a great image if you stand in front uh, somewhere in the in, in in the landscape. It's not about you know should I you know go go to dig for gold or kryptonite. It's just start doing something. Yeah. I, I don't know, of course, the background of Dvinka, uh, uh, so I cannot judge that. Um, uh, or maybe there's some tool in the future where you can just hump, hump in here and tell us what you actually meant with the question. But sometimes, especially uh, with InsureTech founders, like at the very beginning, it's like, hmm, there's sometimes an academic discussion about going left or right. It's like, I think finding revenue business models that work somehow, and then you have a little bit of in-stream, and then you can work and work from there. I think a lot of, especially uh, blue ocean strategies, where they say, oh, a new market, uh, new, new demand, it looks like it, like looking back, but it, I think it rarely looks if you look ahead. Maybe you have Ford, maybe you have Bezos, geniuses, Fine, <laughs> but for normal people, I would say uh, let's do it. If you're in the gold mine, start digging. If the gold has run out and you find something else in the gold mine, uh, we'll dig for something else. But it's all about digging and experimenting and executing yeah. and not having an academic discussion. But again, maybe we. And, and will be one, 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 just, just one. Um, I mean, it, it's cool to have the vision to fly to Mars, but if you have not yet invented the wheel, um, then maybe the, the first thing to do is inventing the wheel and then and, and then move on. Why did I need to think spontaneous at a discussion with some sea suits I had recently? Uh, with that image, uh, I, I should have said that, but I didn't have it. Um, Daisy, um, do you have another question for Frank? Yes, we got it. So, what are your what are you most excited about, and what do you think are the biggest and current blockers for uh, transformation uh, in uh, Switzerland? Well, I'm, 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 uh, what I'm excited about is to, to say it uh, with the words of Galileo Galilei, uh, and yet she is moving. <laughs> I mean, it seems from outside that the industry is moving, and this is very good news. That, that is what I'm very excited about. And uh, but the, yeah, but there are still a, a lot of a lot of blockers, short sightedness, lacking of real strategy uh, with a, with a bold vision that's necessary. We still have, and this is a huge problem in, in, in life insurance, we have this silo, silo, silo organizations, yeah, so. 10,000 departments not working together. Yeah. And one of the hardest blockers, still too much time is spent on old insurance business. So keeping the status, keeping the status alive. They spend 110% of their energy and time on keeping the status. And this is a great blocker. You need yeah, more yeah, insurance yeah. business. I always have the marketing lens on and sometimes, you know, insurance is a very data driven industry. You analyze a lot, mortality tables, statistics, accidents, combined ratio. And then I say, okay, let's analyze the behavior of a customer. You know, uh, how much time is a customer willing to spend in a service hotline underwriting or claims? Not a lot of time. And well, how are we treating the customer? Or let's look what kind of marketing actually works. Uh, nowadays, and how are you spending your marketing dollars? It's like 90, 90% to things that don't work anymore and 10% for the, for the exercising, but not actually the real stuff. So I think that's a very, very important discussion to have. How do we allocate resources? Of course, if you're in the gold, man, there's still gold and you're the expert for gold and you see the gold where nobody else is seeing the gold. Let's keep digging. But if you want to have a sustainable business, you know your gold is running out. You need soon to start and really shift everything. 
one of the most impressive shifts was Mannesmann. Mannesmann was actually a mining company in Germany for coal. We don't have gold here, you know, we, we are the poor brother in the north. But um, they became a cell phone company. So it was one of the most exciting transformations in the 90s. So it's possible. And I think insurers uh, still, still need to do that. There are some, I have yeah. personal impression, they go there, down that road. Um, uh, one Italian insurer which tries to become a life um, a companion. Others do telematics. So a lot of exciting things going on. But the majority still uh, tries to sell products. And I'm not sure if that's the right way. It's definitely, it's definitely not the right way, Robin. I mean, this life assistance topic or life companion, this is exactly where a life insurer should go right but, now. But the main, the, the, for me, it, it, if I see, it's like if the customers are still there and accept what they have, what they have, have presenting from the, from, from the insurers. So, I mean, Nothing will, nothing will change. Nothing will, 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 will go on. And and if you look on the Swiss market, um, the, the 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 normal Swiss people, they have too much insurance, and they are willing to pay, 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 and that. Doesn't this only happen for industries that have high end barriers to entry? You know, look at, for example, customer behavior in what kind of content do people watch. You know, the big two TV stations in Germany, and by the way, it's all over Europe, lose 50% of their audience. There are oh, TV stations that do not reach generations of people like us. Do you guys still watch normal TV? I don't. And all statistics say, even by I'm almost 40, a, a whole generation, generations don't do it. And when then something happens, for example, PC2 for insurance, like open insurance, imagine people could switch their insurance with a swipe and for example, there are apps like PC2, apps like Finance Guru, where you get a push notification. You can switch your insurance, say 500 euros a year, and then you have a problem in your industry that is not ready. So yes, we have some time left. That's totally right. But I think it's a super dangerous strategy. Absolutely, because I mean, you always say, or you already said the 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 the, the or told us about the, the fairy tale of the high entrance barriers, which is. From my perspective, really nonsense. To to be honest, this is uh, this is not really given from my perspective. Yeah, and, and let's let's talk why why because you have tech provider that provide uh, insurance on demand and intratech on demand. You have, uh, for example, IptiQ in Switzerland, a Swiss real big big insurance play that provides coverage and the infrastructure that does deals with IKEA and others. You have other players in that field. So I think, uh, Frank, uh, uh, that's that's an important point to say that maybe the the entry the barrier to entry is not so so large. Um, no, it, it, it's not. Yeah. Definitely not. I mean, this is this is part of part of my business. I mean, I'm offering an ecosystem for product development, including white label products in life insurance space, and then this is uh, well, the barriers are that low. I can tell you. Are there another questions from the audience? We always need a little bit of time to, to get them, but I think we got a lot of a lot of them. If you're watching this and you're we are not live anymore, then please do not hesitate to reach out to Frank and Desiree directly. I think we had an interesting discussion. Um, one last question, or the second last question to Frank is: um, When should people call you? Have listened here right now. Me. Yes. yes. Wow. 
Whenever there are questions on the Swiss or European insurance market, uh, I would be more than happy to, to talk to, to life insurers that are interested in, in, in accelerating the product, product development, uh, product process, and so on. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to help. So that's, when you're that's... a product C-suit and you're in trouble, give Frank a call. All right, that was the second last question. Yes. My first and last question. Yeah. Uh, the last question will be if you will be given a chance to give your big, biggest advice uh, on our uh, uh, audience and how to improve the insurance industry, what would it be? Oh, it's, it's tough to if I only have one advice. I would probably say, uh, please, please give me a call. No, um, I, I believe that companies, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that companies have to dare more. I mean, they have to give themselves more credit. They're probably... They probably use less than 10% of their potential. The life insurer needs to, to innovate fast and digitize its product development. So he needs a modern product factory because this is the basis for everything. Individual products, integrating with partners, efficient administration, administration, and much more. It, it's like, a, I, I compare it to, to, to a building game like Civilization. It was very popular yeah. when I was uh, that young. Uh, you have to fulfill the first level in, in order to proceed, proceed to the next one. So invent the wheel before inventing the car and before going to the moon. Um, and yeah. this, is, this is something where, where the insurers have to, to work on first. So product development is, is the first starting point and I would be more than happy to support you. All right, thank you very much. We have another question coming in from Florian. Uh, that's my favorite question. How does social media influence insurance market? I'm not going to go there because we have like 30 seconds left. Then we have from wow. other uh, question, please repeat target insurance um, provided wide label solutions. We cannot go there. Uh, I think you mean IPTQ. I, I'm writing it, uh, IPTQ. I'm writing it right down uh, in the chat. I'm going to uh, answer that in a minute. Do not forget Or, to mention digital finance life. Yes, exactly. So um, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for having this great, also second half of our discussion. It Super was a interesting. Um, yes, uh, thank you very much for your time. It was a pleasure. Thanks for your invitation and well, see you all next time. Thanks to the audience. Thanks. Bye-bye.